Welcome to Aura and Sage Cosmic Harmony. I'm your host, Chrissy Louise, and I'm here to shed some light on the astro, helping you to connect with your inner cosmic harmony. Hello, everyone. It's so lovely to be back here. And what a week we've had astrologically. Wow. So today I'm going to be talking about the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. But before I do, if you don't yet follow me on social media, please do. My social Instagram is at Aura and Sage, A-U-R-A and Sage. Or jump on my website and check out my services on offer at AuraAndSage.com. So on the May 5th or May 6th, depending on where you are, uh, we have this full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. It is huge. And I would say that this is the biggest full moon, definitely the biggest full moon of the year and arguably the most intense lunation of the entire year this year. So it's occurring at 14 degrees of Scorpio and it's closing out this eclipse portal, this two-week eclipse portal that started on April 20th with the new moon solar eclipse in Aries. So what we've got here is a huge culmination of energy coming to a peak. We've got Uranus quite close to the sun during this lunation. And because it's an eclipse, both the South Node and North Node obviously play a big role in this lunation. We've got Venus square Neptune. We've got Pluto squaring the nodes. There's a lot of intensity happening. So no doubt you've been feeling this build up for quite some time. We also have Mercury retrograde even though that's probably a more positive Mercury retrograde. And we've had Pluto go retrograde or become retrograde, I should say, um, on May 2nd. So there's so much going on. I myself am feeling a lot. I know a lot of people that have experienced major closures, major endings. A lot of people have been getting sick with this intensity. Um, it's pretty common around an eclipse to get physically unwell because what happens is a lot of stuff needs to come out, needs to be purged, needs to be cleansed, needs to be released. And the way our body does that is often by becoming sick, especially if we're finding it hard to handle all that purging and all that cleansing. So if you've been feeling it, if you've been feeling emotional, if you've been feeling the rumblings, feelings deep down in the pit of your being, know that you are not alone. There's a lot going on. So let's talk about this lunation. So we have Scorpio at 14 degrees being um, lunar eclipsed, if you like. So if you've got first off any planets around a 14 degree point in your natal chart, especially in a fixed sign, which is Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. These are going to be heavily aspected during this lunation. And if you were born between 84 and 95, particularly those born around 88, 89, this lunation is going to be very transformative and perhaps quite emotional for you because your the moon will be aspecting your natal Pluto but potentially directly conjunct. So there's a lot more intensity for those people. But at the end of this episode, I will go through all your rising signs and give you an idea of where this energy will be felt. So Scorpio, Scorpio is fixed water and Scorpio's needs are 
deep. I like to think of Scorpio as like the deepest part of the ocean. You know, the part where they say humans can't go because it's so dark and murky and there's a lot that is hidden. There's a lot that is secret. And so Scorpio is like our shadow and our subconscious side. Traditionally, it's ruled by Mars. And but in modern astrology, it's ruled by Pluto. And so Scorpio represents this metamorphosis, this transformation. And with that transformation often comes an intense, intense sensation or emotional reaction. When we combine in the fact that this is an eclipse, eclipses are huge doors of fate. Huge life decisions and shifts happen under eclipses. Eclipses realign you, they redirect you, and they make drastic shifts in your life especially if it's personally impacting your chart. But this particular full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio is closing out a cycle that actually began around October 2022 under the new moon in Scorpio. So whatever happened around then, end of October going into November last year, especially around relationships, I want to say, I think that this lunation will bring closure or it will bring an ending to those dynamics that occurred around then, particularly any shadow dynamics. So when we look at shadow of Scorpio, we're looking at the deep, dark unknown, the manipulation that we don't see, the secrets, the lies, the betrayals, the abuse. And I know that's all quite heavy, but they can come in different layers if you like. Perhaps it's an underhanded manipulation that you aren't necessarily realizing is happening. So anything of that dynamic will be coming to a close. close. Now, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to stop end May 5th or May 6th and that's it, but there'll be something in terms of lessons learned that is going to be needing to be coming to your attention if you like and i want to say it's around the theme of relationships for many of us and particularly intimate relationships and because you know we've got venus square neptune happening as well and venus obviously is the ruler of relationships and so i want to say a lot of the things that are happening endings and beginnings and realizations are deep karmic patterns that are here to be learnt and then embodied to move forward into the new. Eclipses come to reveal the soul contracts that must die in order for the new to be birthed. And I know that sounds quite intense, the soul contracts to die seems like a drastic way to speak. But at the end of the day, maybe we need to accept that not all relationships are meant to last forever. And perhaps that's your intimate relationships or maybe that's a friendship, a friendship that served you well for many years and there was a mutual uh, receptivity within that relationship. But now it's just keeping up for the sake of keeping up, saving face, just for the sake of saving face. And so when it comes to soul contracts and relationships, I really want everyone to think about these, anything that ends as an opportunity for you to shed any weight that that will not help you align in your future self. It will drag you back. It will make you 
stay in the old patterns or stay in the old way of being. And when eclipses come around, they come around to evolve us. They come to ask us to purge and release the old so that we vibrationally align with what the universe is calling in for us or what we're calling in from the universe. So full moons are typically associated with letting go. Often we think of full moons as a time to release, a time to surrender. And this one is definitely a huge purge. It's, there's no doubt about that. However, one would want to say that they know what they want to let go of, but I don't think that necessarily you've got that control in this full moon, particularly with the emphasis of Uranus here. So our ego wants to let go of what it wants to let go of. And sometimes what we need to let go of is what we actually don't want to let go of it because of ego, but our soul needs to shed it. Maybe it's something that's comfortable and familiar. It's like your safety blanket, but it's not getting you anywhere. So whatever releases, maybe it's already happened for you. Perhaps you were shocked. There's that shock factor into this eclipse and this lunation, particularly because of Uranus. We cannot control, we cannot foresee what will happen, but the universe will let us know what needs to be released. And it may not be what our human self necessarily wants to be released. So the key here is trust. Whatever goes needs to go. Whatever ends is for an upgrade, for a higher purpose. And, you know, sometimes we can fight it. Sometimes we can go into fear mindset as a result. But know that anytime you're slipping back into that vibration, then that is what you are calling forward as you move beyond this eclipse. So trust. Have faith that the greater plan, if you like, is working for you. The universe is conspiring for you. Nothing happens to you. Everything in life can be an opportunity if we choose it to be. And so it can be really daunting, really scary, or it can be super exciting. And at the end of the day, that is a choice that you need to hold. Are you choosing to live in a scared way? Usually the things that feel scary or something that you're clinging to and don't want to let go of is probably the thing that's holding you back the most. So this is a beautiful time to try to flip your mindset. Let's try to look deeper what's in front of you go to the root is it really that you don't want to let go of that person or is it something that that person provides that you are not able to do or not willing to provide for yourself perhaps you're attaching it to a certain relationship when really it's not the relationship it's it's maybe an insecurity that it's feeding again shadow side of scorpio so really get clear because venus square neptune is going to be bringing this haze of confusion over us it's that deception, it's that fantasy, it's that illusion around a situation. It's idealizing how something is rather than, or how something, you know, you, you're seeing how it is rather than what it really is, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like the rose-colored glasses. So when we come to whatever's ending and whatever's releasing or whatever suddenly just comes up as a realization for you, you know, the key is to trust and to go into this without leading with fear. Fear will naturally be there. It is part of our human self to, you know, be, be aware. But fear doesn't have to control you. 
And so now is a time to decide, am I going to let fear guide my choices? How does that feel to you to allow fear to guide my choices or even to guide my thoughts because your thoughts become your reality? And so that means fear becomes your reality if you skip a step. Be aware of any of those synchronistic events that happen during this time because synchronicity, numerology, all those beautiful signs are at an all-time peak and high under this vibrational energy of the eclipse. So notice what's coming up for you. Perhaps it's conversations you overhear. Maybe it's a repeated uh, pattern of some sort. With Mercury's presence here in this full moon lunar eclipse, I think that conversations are going to be really important. And the conversations you have with another could be revealing. Maybe something comes up that, you know, it makes you have an aha moment. I think big realizations will happen through conversation. So it's not the time to avoid big conversations. You know, sometimes we're feeling a lot and with Mars at the moment and it's, you know, in a, in a, in a sign that it's not its happiest, it's, it's, it can be a time where those emotions are a little bit erratic. So practice your regulation, of course, as our humanness needs safety. And so grounding will be super important. However, try not to go to a point where you're, you're wanting regulation so much that you're avoiding the conversations because conversations are going to be super, super important and super realizing for this full moon. Maybe it's not even in conversation. Perhaps it's just through journaling because Mercury rules all forms of communication in the mind and journaling is a form of communication. So perhaps it's getting out the journal and reflecting through words to yourself and they might have an aha moment, a big realization that shifts you and moves you from an old self into a new self. We need to remember that under this lunation, it is a chance to shed the old past shadows, past shame, old stories, especially to do with relationships. You cannot carry them and move forward and higher vibrationally. It is not possible. And so now is the time to choose. Am I choosing to shed, to release my grip, to purge? Maybe to step out from my safety platform and not know what's ahead. Maybe that feels scary, but if it's either that or it's continue to repeat these karmic patterns, continue to do what you've done in the past continue to be stuck in shame or anger or jealousy or secrets or manipulation of some sort. Here's the shadow energy of Scorpio again. Trust the universal timing. If something ends or even if a past event revisits you, maybe it's something you thought you'd been there, done that. Oh, I thought I'd been through this or thought I'd work through this or I thought I'd buried that and I don't need to go there anymore. Anything that comes up, perhaps could be an opportunity for you to move through it and beyond it. If events occur, start to trigger trigger things within you, maybe reactions. Notice if you ten, your tendency is to go into that shadow. The light is the way. And the most important piece here out of my whole conversation is practicing forgiveness 
And the only way you can set yourself free is by forgiving. So it may be a beautiful time to write forgiveness letters. You don't even need to send it to the person. Perhaps it's a letter writing a forgiveness letter to yourself. Explore the grief that you're holding on to that's keeping you victim and perhaps is controlling you. Maybe it's keeping you limited, keeping you in fear and lack mindset. That needs to die. We need to start seeing these micro deaths as opportunities to evolve and to move forward and to grow. We need to start seeing change as a beautiful thing. There's a um, a popular picture going around on the internet for many years, which I'm sure you've all seen. And it's a picture of someone that's saying, you've changed. And to the other person has got this beautiful floral embellishment on their head. And she says something along the lines of, you're supposed to. Because originally that person said, you've changed in judgment. Like there's something wrong with changing. But the response in the aligned state, in the high vibrational state is you're supposed to. And that is the ultimate truth. You only knew what you knew back however long ago. They only knew what they knew. You've got to come to a point where everyone, where you believe that everyone is doing their best. And that doesn't mean you don't hold boundaries. It means you love and let go. To love someone is to set them free. There's that quote and it is so true. You know, so there's a lot around fear. There's a lot around then on the other side of that trust and the forgiveness is the bridge between the two. And there's a lot of shedding the old and bringing in the new. Death and rebirth. The other theme that might come up around this Scorpio uh, lunar eclipse is a theme of power and your sense of power and where you're giving your power to. And perhaps it's simply that you're giving your power to your fears. Or maybe you're giving your power away within relationship. Maybe you're not standing in your full truth. Maybe you are holding yourself down because of a manipulative standpoint, uh, you know, of societal expectation that you need to have that in order to feel ABC or in order to seem ABC. When Jupiter enters Taurus uh, late May and then going into June when it comes up to the North Node, you know, I think we're going to get a real shift of energy. It's going to be a really positive change and especially to do with our finances and and maybe even just our, our mindset and our optimism. And so whatever, you know, over these next few weeks, whatever you're shedding and then bringing in, make sure it's of the light and not the shadow because Jupiter will expand whatever's there. So if you're calling in more manipulation, more betrayal, more more untruths, more fear, more scarcity, if you're calling that in by choosing to stay with that old story, then that is what will expand. That is what will grow. That is how energy works. So it's a really, really big full moon, definitely the biggest one of the year. If you're feeling exhausted, if you're feeling emotional, if you're feeling uh, sick, <laughs> I want to say, or overwhelmed, you know, I, I really do think now's the time to go slow. Um, get near water, Scorpio being that water sign. A lot of people think Scorpio is fire, but Scorpio is actually water. 
and you know being near water around this full moon may be super potent maybe it's having a long shower or a long bath or sweating i really recommend getting into i don't know an infrared sauna maybe and sweating it out and letting the purge happen through your physical body in that sense but getting near water may feel extra cleansing under this full moon so now i'll go through all your rising signs or ascendant sign and today i'll just mention what house it is and the theme where you know you'll be feeling everything i just spoke about and often the areas that i mention is often where perhaps there's a fear that needs to be worked through or maybe it's got to do with the power dynamic of or perhaps there's transformation in this area so first off aries rising so if you have aries rising this lunation is happening in your eighth house so for you this lunation is a massive massive chance of transformation a massive chance of death and rebirth if it hasn't already happened and a massive transformation in how you view intimacy for Taurus rising, it's happening in your seventh house, which is relationships. So smack bang on in relationships. So really watch for any power dynamics within relationship, any fears holding you back or keeping you over attached, any manipulation that's going on and anywhere that that shadow energy is becoming toxic within relationships and make sure you're seeing it for what it really is and not for what you want it to be. Gemini rising, it's happening in your sixth house. So Gemini rising, it's really about where are you giving of yourself to a point where you're getting resentful or where are you giving of yourself so much in your service, um, but it's not really what you want to do. So be really honest about your resentment and bitterness, excuse me, and what, what you're giving of yourself to another. And maybe that other might be within your work, maybe it might be within relationship, or maybe it's just someone leaking your energy. So energy protection for you is going to be really important and coming back to the truth of, you know, um, your intention and what your intention is with your gifts and your service and stay true to that. And everything should come back to that decision. Cancer rising, this lunation is happening in your fifth house. So massive, um, you know, opportunity to have transformation within your romantic life, in your sex life and in your creativity and notice any fears or blocks to do with you feeling joys and things that make you happy in your life. Maybe you don't feel like um, you're giving yourself enough time for that. So, you know, get really clear on um, if you're letting in enough creativity in your life and what's blocking you from doing so. Leo rising, this lunation is happening in your fourth house. So there'll be a massive transformation for you in your femininity and your feminine energy, whether you're female or male. Uh, maybe even mother, themes around the mother might be a transformation in relationship with your mother or a mother figure or yourself as a mother or anyone that's in that nurturing, how you nurture. And also, have a real think about the foundations in your life, your basic foundations, the root chakra sort of energy, and be honest. Are they based on a lie? Is there, is there enough truth there? Is there forgiveness that needs to happen around the foundations of your life? 
Virgo rising, this lunation's happening in your third house. So for Virgo rising, I really think there's going to be an opportunity to change how you approach um, learning and how you're how you think really it's your mindset shift and perhaps even how you communicate and um, you know there's there's an opportunity for you to practice your boundaries with your communication and make sure we are getting to the truth of the matter rather than you know being deceptive or uh, under an illusion of when you talk to someone or when you're hearing messages or com communicating Libra rising, this lunation is happening in your second house. For you, Libra rising, there will be a massive shift on forgiving in your forgiving yourself. So Libra rising, forgiving yourself for something that's happened in the past that's blocking your ability to feel valued or that's making you feel like you don't deserve and you're not worthy. So forgiveness is a big one for you, this lunation. Also getting to be really truthful and honest about your finances and, you know, trusting that, um, trusting that with when you face that truth, getting through that murkiness will set you up with more clarity and strength going forward. Scorpio rising, this lunation is obviously happening in your first house. Massive opportunity to transform how you approach life, really, your basic identity. And be really truthful about any shadow energy of Scorpio that you're holding or showing up with. And perhaps it's a chance to change because we can always change. Sagittarius rising, it is your 12th house. Massive opportunity for endings and closure. I think that Sag rising, there'll be something coming to a close for you. Also an opportunity to really get into your limiting beliefs, perhaps around fear and what's holding you back and time to transform these. Capricorn rising, this lunation's happening in your 11th house. Again, a bit of a forgiveness pattern for you, but friendship shifts is what I'd like to mainly focus on for Capricorn rising and any fears that come with those friendship shifts. So sometimes letting go of a friend or going out and making new friends can bring up a lot of fears. So um, going into what that is for you will be important. Aquarius rising, this lunation is happening in your 10th house. Opportunity to transform and to really look at your um, relationship to masculinity, your masculine energy, once again, whether you're female or male, and your relationship to the father or father figure or yourself as a father and what that means for you. There could also be career shifts for you, maybe a change of job, maybe an ending and a new beginning. And lastly, Pisces rising. This is happening in your ninth house. Pisces rising is, are going to have massive realizations hit. I'd say there's aha moments, increasing your wisdom. And, you know, there may even be fears that are linked with uh, travel perhaps or higher learning or something around that. So go into, you know, what's holding you back with that but definitely massive aha moments for you, Pisces rising. So look after yourself, everyone. It's a lot happening in the sky. Um, massive, massive um, shifts for everyone, I think. But particularly, as I said at the very beginning, those of you that have any planets around the 14 degree point in a fixed sign, Leo, Taurus, Aquarius or Scorpio. Take care. 
And if you enjoyed this podcast, please, I'd really appreciate for you to leave a review, to rate my episode and perhaps even share it. Again, if you're not following me on Instagram, it's at Aura and Sage. And my website is auraandsage.com. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.